what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by a man who raises like a seagull. Nick David. Good evening. Oh, it's like a Phoenix was a Eurovision song, wasn't it? I'm not I like, think it was, yeah. But yeah, think as well as self Eurovision, though, so I was trying to think of something like pop culture. It's called you. Ah, yeah, people are not happy down south. Uh, people where my uh, uh, where I am um, yeah, with, with Liverpool, they want it. They they, they feel like uh, Brighton's been robbed of hosting Eurovision. <laughs> they feel like it should definitely be in Eurovision. Uh, Brighton, it's the the home of Eurovision, and yeah, mm. people down south not too happy with uh, with with, uh, with you up there. Up north. <laughs> Liverpool aren't too happy because they didn't get priority ticketing. Oh, it's strange. Apparently it sold out in like 11 minutes or something, I got told. <laughs> but anyway. Well, there's, there's literally just diehard fans, isn't there, like, who will do anything for the tickets all over. I mean, I think I was watching The Chase the other day and someone was on and they were like, saying, oh yeah, my hobby's just Eurovision. Like, every year I'd have to go to wherever it is. And, <laughs> And yeah, all, and all that, and see all the qualifiers as well. We, that's it. I didn't, I didn't watch it until the last couple of years. But we do, we do it with Isaac, and we, we all write down our scores for each song, and, uh-huh. and see if we get the it right. That's <laughs> cool. That's, that's a good shout. It is a good fun night, isn't it? I mean, there's no. I, I've always, I've always, if I'm in, I'll definitely watch it, sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Last year, we, yeah, we went to my brothers and we tried, yeah, had a couple of drinks and stuff. And England actually did well. Well, Great Britain, we actually did well last year. But I think, did we? Well, we came second. Oh, I thought we came. Yeah, I thought Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine. <laughs> they didn't have the best song. <laughs> and we, we basically came second because of all the support we've given Ukraine. Let's face. It. <laughs> Not knocking whoever sung it last year. Sorry, I'm being a bit rude there. But uh, no. <laughs> I can't remember his name. He sounds Spaceman, wasn't it? Oh, I think I was Sam, something. Sam Sam Smith? Sam, Sam Ryder, I want to say. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the name. I, I, Isaac still loves the song. It's on his playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've officially given up on football. I'm never watching it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I didn't want to get football in there because it's hard. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about for your, for your sake, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say that how great my weekend was watching Brian play one of the just an absolute <laughs> comprehensive performance, and then yeah, I'm sad that you could probably use the same word. But I've, 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 I've not even watched. I've not even watched the highlights. I just had Rachel's phone buzzing because it buzzes every time Liverpool score a goal, and then it just oh, has a smile on her face. So. <sighs> yeah. I, 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 I was thinking until Lance put the picture of his mouth in, uh, which didn't look pleasant at all. I was thinking he's just doing this as one big, oh, I can't, I can't stand to the podcast tonight because Nick's just going to bring up Liverpool United. <laughs> so. Liverpool guys whistle too for me so we don't have to talk about it. United again beats Liverpool. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not a conspiracist, so. 
Yeah, uh, before we get into it, I just, I literally just finished an interview with James from the For Love of Wrestling. I, I did about four intros to that on the interview because I just couldn't say from the For Love of Wrestling. It just won't come out. So <laughs> from the For Love of Wrestling. Uh, yeah, great events happening on the 29th to the 30th of April in Manchester. Got loads of AEW guys, as we're doing AEW, I thought we'll bring it up. They have a, uh, oh, let's just get me listed. So from AEW, they have Adam Cole, Paul Weiss, Jamie Hayter, Jungle Boy, Anna J, FTR, Brett Baker, and Ruby Soho. And you can meet all these people and get some signed and get photographs with them. Account uh, you can do DDP as well, he's, he's there as well. He's kind Hooray. of, because everybody else on this list is slightly AEW. But yeah, but, yeah, I'll put, uh, the interview will be going out tomorrow, so if you want to find out ticket information and how to get more information on it, they'll be in the description of that interview. But yeah, it looks like a great event. I'm just absolutely gutted I can't go. It's the one weekend of the year I have to work. I'm like, oh. weekend, weekend before the election, why don't you put something on there? So annoying. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We've got Goldberg, we've got Bucket T. Million Dollar Man, IRS, Warlord, Barbarian, Demolition, uh, Marlena, the Dudley Boys, got Santino and Carlito. It's a great line. <laughs> and, and a big one. It's going to be announced on Saturday. You won't tell me what it was, but there's going to be a big announcement on Saturday. Sort of like a bit, a bit for like something for every age group, really. Sort of. Yeah, that's what we said. Yeah. Yeah. And on the Saturday, they're going to do a. It's, uh, it's a WWE World Championship photo, so you can have your photo with DDP, Goldberg, Booker T, Kevin Nash, and the Big Show all in one photo. I'm, I'm sure it's going to cost you a few quid. But yeah, <laughs> gonna, they didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, first time ever it's going to be done, apparently. So. Uh, that sounds so cool. I went, yeah, we went in 2019, and it was such a fun weekend. <laughs> but anyway, we're here for AEW Revolution. Great show. I don't want to be, I don't know if it's recency biased, but maybe best Iron Man match of all time. But I'll ask me again in a couple of months. Nah. <laughs> I don't usually like them. Unless they're like the Superwoman and the Rocks and Rock used to have, they're only like 7 6 and stuff. <laughs> it's like a pin every 10 minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought the storytelling throughout the whole show, I thought it was really good. And I think the pacing of the show was perfect. Three and a half hours. And I had an Iron Man match on for an AEW show. That's the, was it the last one four and a half hours. I think at the last page. Uh, I believe so. Usually, it's, it yeah, definitely spills into the four hours. Usually, yeah. yeah. I remember doing our preview, and then there was four more matches added to the preview. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think yeah, I think everything about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had matches that ended feuds. Uh, yeah, great title changes, great matches, um, good storyline beats going throughout the whole show. But we'll start. We're going to do a full review. We don't do these very often. So we're going to go and just give our thoughts on each match. But we used to do them every AEW show, didn't we? Do full reviews. I think we never, we never did them on WWE ones unless they were brilliant. <laughs> but we did, we did every. Well, I think, yeah, since the AEW ones sort of started, they were sort of so good that we just wanted to do the full reviews on them because of how good they were. But as you rightly said, they've sort of started to get quite longer. So, yeah, no, it's... I agree with you completely. I feel, feel that the whole show was an outstanding show from start to finish. And I don't know whether I'm going to be a bit biased as well with the whole show, but to me, I mean, I'm not saying AEW has done bad, it never does, but um, 
to, I think, for, for this show, it just felt like there was no bad spells throughout. Yeah. Um, I know usually with AEW pay-per-views, you're always going to get one or two matches which are just match of the year contenders right there, and then you, you sort of will leave you purring after the show for, for, for well, for, for a while after. But this did feel like uh, just everything had a very good play. It just felt like an absolute incredible show from start to finish. And um, more, more more impressive given the expectations going into this wasn't as high as it has been with AEW, as I say. Usually when you go into an AEW pay-per-view, everyone's so buzzing. But as I say, I think there's been some sort of squabbles over the internet that it's not been the best of build for an AEW pay-per-view. So, yeah, um, I think it was certainly AEW sort of stepping up to the plate, so to speak, with a mm-hmm. bit, of, bit, of, bit of criticism and, yeah, an outstanding show. Yeah, I think there's definitely three matches will probably be, well, four matches maybe, the, the women's match will be in a contention for the end of the year pay-per-view. Oh, definitely, 100%. I, I'd say, yeah, there's going to be a, a lot on here that, that when, yeah, when we come to the end, that there'll be, yeah. I think this will already, I mean, we've still got three more AW pay-per-views to go, so I don't want to get too <laughs> far ahead, but yeah, already you're looking like a lot of these matches we're going to be talking about for sure at the end of the, at the end of the year. I was saying that, if they cut the first two matches and it just went from, if they opened the, it with the trios match and then they, they had the show on as it was, I think that would have been the perfect pay-per-view. Just, one of been seven matches, I think. Uh, I think I would have got it down to seven. Yeah, I think you're right. I did. I did. I'd say I did enjoy the first two matches, but I think they could they could have headlined like Dynamite. Maybe they would have passed the nine, but they would have been oh, there wouldn't have been a big uproar. This needs to be on page. <laughs> so, but I say I, yeah, they were fun. I, I'm glad that Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy both got wins over like, yeah established stars, and it's going to put them up the card. Maybe hopefully. This time next year, they'll be in the title scene. Yeah, definitely. I think Starks Jericho as well, I think, as opening the show. I mean, you, you could actually say there's a lot of pressure on this, which sounds quite stupid, really, given you've got one of the brightest stars <laughs> up against one of the biggest names on the thing. But when I say pressure on that, because I think, with, especially with AEW, well, not just AEW, but for pay-per-views as a whole, you always sort of, whether it's just me personally in, in my head, labelling it with like you need to have a fast paced opening exciting match I suppose to be fair looking at the pre-show match that probably was that with the with, with Mark Briscoe and the Lucha yeah, Brothers I've got on that I didn't know that yeah, pre-show I, I, match until today I, like, oh, I, I didn't I didn't know that so Exactly. So whether they got the fast-paced match out of the way for that but this was really a good start it was sort mm-hmm. of hot the crowd were really up for it I mean another shout out to the crowd I thought they were brilliant all night as well um, the San Francisco crowd, so well done to them. Um, but no, yeah, I, I thought the Stark Jericho really good opening match. Um, between, and, and as I say, I think yeah, obviously I think Stark's had to win. I think a Jericho win would have been almost suicidal. I think in terms of booking. So uh, no, Stark's really glad he's won. And I'd like to see sort of almost a bit of a a monster push now for for Ricky Starks. Um, certainly an MJF contender for sure uh, sort of wrestling MJF down the line um, so yeah I, I'm really excited to see where he goes and, and the same for um, the Jungle Boy Jack Perry beating Christian Cage so uh, I think that was good it's a bit of a weird stipulation so it's like, a, it's like a mixture between a casket match and a buried alive match <laughs> it was yeah I, didn't, I, I must admit yeah, during it I was like oh, is that actually a buried alive match I don't, I don't really get it so when, when they sort of shovel I was like oh what <laughs> So, um, I, I, I'm glad you said that because I was a little bit confused. But yeah. 
I, th- I think, yeah, I mean, I think a stipulation match was always had to be on the cards to end this feud, given how long it's been going on for and how personal it's got. Yeah, this is the f- the one match I really wanted to be the story a package for <laughs> to remind me because he's broke his arm, didn't he? So he has, they haven't been interacting that much yeah. recently. So. <laughs> so, exactly. That's it. But, but yeah, I, 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 it's also nice to see recently this book more more of like a bit of a um, a bad side to um, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So uh, being quite a refreshing sort of um, yeah sort of change of him, but also with the yeah I think as well very over as well with the with the crowd. So now um, yeah for for both I'm sort of reviewing two matches in one there, but I think for both of them yeah hundred percent is the good to see them both obviously get the wins over your established stars and. Um, yeah, as I think Sky generally is the limit now for both those wrestlers. I think they've always been sort of spoke about their future AEW champions. We know they are. And, um, yeah, going to be very interesting what they do. And especially Jack Perry's another one that does interest me with her. I remember uh, the one match that does always stand out to me was the match against MJF at Double or Nothing 2020, the one at the behind closed doors. That was a really enjoyable match, I remember. And that was yeah. just a mid tape, uh, mid card. Match with nothing on, with no crowd there as well. It's like the pill, the pillars of AEW. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it's exciting times for yeah for, for that for sure. I do want to mention Christian's excellent sleeveless turtleneck. I was like, ooh, can I wear a sleeveless turtleneck to wrestling? <laughs> Quite a good look. <laughs> I don't know what that was. When Jungle Boy comes out, he's got his jeans and his cowboy boots. Yes, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> Sleeveless turtle there. <laughs> I think, yeah, he pulled it off. I like that. <laughs> then, oh, I think there's trios, the trios championship match. they got the, uh, the House of Black defeating the Elise. I want to say this is my match of the night, but then, I don't know if it is. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think over the next week, they'll settle in, because I think I just, I just, there's three matches I love on this, and this is one of them. Um, before we get into the match, a bit of a disappointing reign for the Elite. I was like, they haven't had their titles for that long. I think they've really, really had that feud against Top Flight or Thingy Fox. I can't remember his first name. AR Fox. AR Fox. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Um, everyone seems to think these belts were made for the Elite. It wasn't the world's greatest reign. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, again, I think with this match, it was like I said before the show. Before we before I sort of went on about the show as a whole, uh, this one was quite critical of the feud, the, the build-up to it not being good. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, it, and I think this is where everyone said it feels a little bit almost NXT takeover-y towards the, well, towards the end of the black and gold era where you just know, oh, okay, well, it doesn't really matter about the build-up. No, the match is going to be, uh, the match is going to be amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, which it was. Yeah, this was the match I was most looking forward to. Exactly for that, it, it really was enjoyable match from from start to finish. Um, uh, great to see as well. Um, uh, like I say, I mean, it's great to see the House of Black actually well win a belt. So um, I um, yeah, no, uh, I, I think as well with the uh, with the elite. Yeah, I think with the, I would like to see. I think going forward, I know this this the the, uh, the, the trios championships it has been a bit of a I suppose a bit of a a bit of an awkward kind of start to the sort of with the belts, whether we know what happened with the with the whole punch up backstage. Um, shortly after, they obviously had the belts um, back up. Um, well, I'd say 
all out we everyone's known better known as brawl out so <laughs> um, so hopefully now it's gonna it's gonna kick into gear and hopefully we will see the what because forget this is a belt the trio's championship i know uh, Khan does get criticised for bringing in loads of belts and what have you, but uh, the Trio Championship was one that was wanted by a lot of fans um, shortly after the, the start of AW, given that they, they do obviously enjoy having a lot of stables on there, so mm-hmm. um, it certainly can be very successful on there and um, I think this is, yeah, hopefully now that, yeah, now that it's sort of out with the, not, not really so much hot potato one, but now the fact they've got a clean sort of uh, title change of it, and I think we can, yeah, start to see the belts getting defended a little bit more, and and obviously building up more storylines yeah. with it. Uh, but also as well, yeah, so so happy for uh, Malachi Black to win some gold, and again, I hope now we get to see a bit more. Well, I hope the House of Black just so he goes goes to that sort of next level. Now they've got the belts, and um, yeah, quite interesting what what really happens with the with the elite now. Um, whether they, I, I mean, I'm more for this this few continuing because, as I say, I think the build this has been pretty pretty poor. So if they can sort of actually get a bit of better storyline going, maybe have a stipulation potentially between this, the the six, um, I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to, to have another match. I love the the psychology towards the end of the match. It was like the three House of Black like isolating one of the members and then nearly getting the pinfall, and then they get they get the pin getting broken, and then it was the isolate somebody else. And uh, yeah, it was such a great, and it was just the the elites were such a great team that they kept breaking up the pins in the end. And I was like, oh, yes, yeah, I'm so happy. I, I want to watch this match. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really happy for Malachi Black as well. His first, first, his first title in AEW. Yeah, and I, I hope, yeah, I hope they they go on a monster run and they, they keep these belts for a while until they built up a team good enough to take them off and I think they can have great matches with anyone on these three if you want to have like a big like brawl they can do it if they want to have like a bit more of a flippy match they can do it if you want to bring a top fight today or Fox back in if you want to have a bit more of a comedy thing with Dark Order or something you can, you can, I think they could do anything it's so great yeah I'm really happy um, Jamie Hayton uh, retained the titles against Soraya and Ruby Soho I think this is Soraya's best match since she's returned I really enjoyed this match was it wasn't the usual yeah, throw somebody else. We'll have a match. They get back in. They throw somebody else. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, I did. I did predict Jamie Hayes was going to win because I did do my usual dead tend to lose belts in a multi-person match. But I think it's here for the, the storyline going forward. It's like Ruby Soho's joins Tony Storm and Soraya, and people. You <laughs> see people been putting up the submission sorority underneath them already. <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry. As they say, younger listeners, that's it. That was what they were going to call Paige, Charlotte, and Becky back in the day, wasn't it? But they, they found out there's a porn channel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. You change it to PCB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I've been seeing all day. It's just like, all yesterday was yeah, submission sorority. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it was, it was a great match and had a good a good storyline coming out of it. And yeah. I think, yeah, keep keep this going. Have the, like, the groups against each other. Cause it, I don't know why they never have rebel wrestling. Because you said decent wrestlers, so if they wanted to do some six six person tags and stuff, they could do. Then eventually, it looks like uh, I'm guessing Brit's going to turn on Jamie eventually. But they could drag this out to like all out or something. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, uh, it's an awkward one I think with um, with um, with the Brit. I think that we know the Brit Baker turn's probably going to happen, but then uh, I don't. I think sometimes you just need to um, kind of go with. Uh, I think I think Britt Baker is over. So as I know, Jamie Hoth has 
been well over for for a while now, which is obviously why they turn face. But um, I'm, I'm enjoying the story. I don't, I don't really, I don't really see the the need at the moment anyway to quickly rush and turn Britt Baker heel. I'm actually, yeah, coming out of this, um, I, I've seen a sort of a few sort of tweets and what have you on Instagram as well of um, people fancy booking. I, I really like the idea of um, blood and guts with um, the first woman's blood and, blood and guts. Oh, match. That sounds good. Yeah, it'll be like the the AEW originals versus. Well, I suppose the, the ones who, yeah, the ones who have come from WWE sort of thing. So obviously you've already got Soraya, Storm, Soho now as part of that sort of trio. And then I'm sure you can add a, a couple more to them. I'm sure they'll, um, yeah, I'm sure they can find it. Obviously it must drop a couple, a couple more. Um, and then, yeah, same with the originals. Obviously there's, <laughs> they could easily find another two. So no, um, yeah, I, I thought this was, Really good, really enjoyable match. Um, one of my, probably one of my favourite um, AEW matches I've seen for a while. Certainly since Definitely. Thunder Rose has come off the scene, I think the the women's division. I mean, I mean, it's built with. I mean, Jamie Hayter's done, and then she's the way she's come on. She's come on leaps and bounds and everything. But I think in terms of match quality, I've not really been in that sort of um, invested in a match since, as I say, Thunder Rosa got injured. Uh, whether that's just personal preference, I don't know. Um, but I was told, I think with how invested I was in the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker feud was, yeah, very high. Uh, but now I'm just, yeah, I think this was, this was not only a really, really enjoyable match, but, um, as you say, with the triple threat, it wasn't just this, your box standard triple threat where, yeah, one throws one out. It was, yeah, a really enjoyable one. And I think as well, I like the way that we, yeah, we didn't know really what Ruby Soho was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we saw post match the, well, the sort of shocking, um, term which was done really well as well. I like, I've quite like the fact as well with the whether it was done on purpose. I don't know, but I did like the fact that after so had kick hater um Britt Baker was still sort of smiling at the crowd, thinking, oh yeah, everyone she's just cheering because of she's just told the other two to f off basically, <laughs> and then turn around and go, oh crap. <laughs> so uh, really, really little cool sort of uh, whether that, as I say, that was done intentionally or not, I don't know, but really enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, as I say, what what we said it was, it's going to be very interesting where they where they go from here. Um, and yeah, for me, I'd love to if they are doing another blood and guts. I think yeah, this could be the year to maybe do the first ever women's women's blood or guts blood and guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing they could. Yeah, they add one more XWW lady to the Shariah, Tony Storm, and Soho. And then they have they have three on the face side, and they go, "Ooh, it is our partner." And then Thunder Rosa comes out, and they're like, "Oh, how could how could Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker coexist?" <laughs> That'd be the whole story. <laughs> I'm fancy booking it in my head already. Okay, but yeah, I did really enjoy this. I think it could have been a bit longer. It was only ten minutes. I think it was one of the, was it the shortest on the match. It's the first shortest match on the show. I think it was. Yeah, yeah I think it could, it could have gone a bit longer. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. The storyline, yeah, perfect. Okay. And it was Hangman Page defeating John Moxley by submission in a Texas death match. Not usually a fan of death matches, but I'd like, I thought this was perfectly done. Me, me and Isaac, when we did our preview show, thank you to the 200 people who've downloaded my Isaac's Yeah, Isaac predicted three minutes before John Moxley was start bleeding, and I said two. I think it was two minutes 50, so Isaac won. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed this. It was a bit uh, in places. I was like, "Oh, should Isaac be watching this?" It's a bit, <laughs> a bit bloody. <laughs> but 
I think, I think, yeah, I'd say I'm not usually a big fan of death matches, but I think the story going into it's been great and it made sense for it to be this violent. And it was a nice contrast to the rest of the show. Before that, it's been, it's been just great wrestling. And then they said, yes, now we just got to have a bloodbath. It just seems to yeah, make everything more violent by just wrapping everything in barbed wire. That seems to be their thing. <laughs> even, even, yeah, rap, to make it more violently wrap Adam Page up in barbed wire and make move <laughs> backflip. <laughs> yeah. But a bit, a bit shocking seeing John Moxley submit, though, I thought. It was, uh, it was a bit weird watching himself put the chain around his own neck <laughs> and then eventually getting hanged. A bit, but yeah, I thought it was a bit shocking seeing John Moxley submit. And apparently he's going to take some time off, though. But what the time think... off he was meant to get ages ago. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's, that's, a, bit, that's a bit annoying because he's, yeah, he's, well, he's well, one of the best in the industry at the moment. As, um, as, well, as rightfully, obviously, won the the award last week that uh, you and George were obviously discussing. Um, So, no, I'm, yeah, for me, I I keep changing. Uh, I really want to give this match of the night, but (laughs) I'm going to get out. It's going to be my penultimate match of the night, but I think, again, it's a testament to, well, um, yeah, to to this, but also, um, I I think it's, yeah, it was, yeah, really, really, just really enjoyable. I think, as I say, I know death matches aren't really for everyone. For me, I do like them as long as it's a, um, as long as they're done correctly, I suppose. Um, yeah, I always um, say, if, it, it, I like them if this, this, this fuse got so hot, so violent, yeah. that you have to have a death match to finish it. I don't like just, let's have a death match. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And involving the right personal, personnel as well. And, um, and also, but using a bit of a also using a bit of book. I know people say, "Oh, well, death matches, you just get the lumps, you just get lumps out of each other." But it, like this, I did also like the the, the touches to this, the storyline telling as well. Mm-hmm. So I think if you've got all those ingredients together, then yeah, you can't really go wrong. As you say, if you just did a death match between I don't know two random opponents on a dynamite, then yeah, I wouldn't really be that interested because it kind of loses a bit of well, sort of yeah, I just wouldn't be that interested. Um, but no, yeah, love this. Really was a tough to call that what to give match of the night. I've, I think I've changed my mind about well, <laughs> God knows how many times since I've watched the show until this evening. So, um, but and I think as well, two of my favourites in AEW as well, which um, which would really just to, yeah, really make. It. I think as I say, with Moxley submitting, really does open up more of like I think I always presume Moxley was going to win. I'm so. quite sure on the rules because I was like. Is this like a death match, last man standing match? Mm. Joel's like, no, there's submissions as well. I don't know if that's the that's the original rules for a death match. It can, can only be submission or knockout. Mm. Okay. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> to be fair, so <laughs> um, thank you, Joel. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but um, no, um, yeah, I think with with Page winning by submission, I suppose that makes more sense than him actually knocking Moxley out cold. Um, mm. I think as well it gives Paige even more, I think, out of that because, well, he can obviously make the claim I made John Moxley submit. Um, again, it's really going to be sort of interesting where Paige, and there's so many of them where, like, who have all come off the back of big wins now, it's, or who actually is going to be up next for, well, well for MJF sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's so many sort of these wrestlers that, that obviously have rightfully got a shout now. Um, for me as well, I'd quite like to see where, if, if I only say about Moxie taking time off, but I don't know how long that is for, 
But um, that's all I've heard. It's not. It's not it's, yeah, I, 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 take her a pinch of salt because I think he'll take every time he has a match. He's, it's it's last exactly. time. Well, uh, let's just put it into it. If it is like say a month, that's no, no real time at all, is it? Of a, in terms of AEW sort of long term mm-hmm. planning, uh, I'd love to see um, the Blackpool Combat Club uh, go up against House of Black. Ooh, as per, I think fun. that would be good. I think as well. Get yeah. I think Moxley and. Is it Moxley, Claudio, and Wheelie Utah are sort of the main three at the moment in there? Yeah, they've been after quite a few six months acts recently. So I think that would be good, and I think that you can sell a bit of storyline there as well. Um, and then, yeah, interesting what they what they do decide to do with Paige, whether he will be the next opponent for MJF. Probably makes a bit of sense, yeah. I'd say. I've been two miles, and even if you have my Paige, just have him in these big matches, winning big matches. So down the line, he's, he's just, you want him to beat MJF. Or, and then have MJF against all the, pil- the other pillars, have him against all the young guys. So he puts them, brings a, brings a few people back into the main event. So it isn't just like Moxley and Page and Omega, bring some other people into it. So I, th- I think people would love to see MJF versus like Jungle Boy and MJF versus Orange Cassidy and MJF versus Ricky Page. Yeah. Mix and match a bit and Darby Allen, some of the younger guys and, and the Hadley's. Big matches with like Adam Page versus Omega and Adam Page versus Moxley and Adam Page versus Daniel Bryan. Just, yeah. I don't think there's really like a wrong answer with this. I think everyone we've said is probably it's either going to be a really good match and they mm-hmm. they've got a, they've got they're there on merit rather than oh, well why are they booking this sort of thing. So uh, another way you could go about Adam Page, I wouldn't mind seeing them maybe re go down the route, especially after a defeat for the Elite. Maybe go down the route of him against the, or either with or or the Elite trying to get him back. Mm, um, so whether they go down that route again obviously you've got Adam Cole as well coming back so uh, whether they explore that sort of destination again I know it's it's yeah it's quite difficult now with well, so whether yeah, or I don't know whether they will go down that route again um, well, oh that could be good if they did a Blackpool Combat Club versus Elite and Elite had to find a new fourth guy yeah everyone thinks it's going to be Adam Cole but they'll be keep trying to get Adam Page back definitely um yeah, so I know then again you could, I mean that would be good. I know then it sort of play, it sort of gives me a bit of vibes of Blackpool Combat Club versus the Jericho Appreciation Site in the sense that it's two wrestlers never, almost never seem to finish in a rivalry. I know mm-hmm. Moxley Page <laughs> does interest me a lot more than say Jericho against a uh, Moxley. No disrespect to either, but um, yeah, I, I, there's there's loads of ways you can go with this, and as I say, I don't think wherever they go will be a will be wrong so uh, no I think yeah but for the for the match itself really really well done and I think for sure we're going to be mentioning this at the end of the year definitely yeah. <laughs> when we had one pay-per-view I'm like oh this most of this pay-per-view is going to be on the um, next is Wardlow versus um, Smojo I've seen quite a bit of hate for this match online I'm like I thought this is pretty good it's just two two big guys lumping crap out of each other well you you think it's got to be? I don't think they noticed, they did focus a bit too much on Hobbs. It's like yes, we know Hobbs is there and he's going to face. So it seems that they seem to be implying now for the honour of facing the Hobbs on Dynamite. It seems to be rather than Hobbs is here to face the champion. But I thought, I thought yeah, two two big lads knocking crap out of each other. The, the end and took me a bit by surprise. I didn't expect um, Samoa Joe to submit in the cookie in the clutch. But yeah, I, I like Wardlow. I like Samoa Joe and. I, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. I didn't expect it to be like a big flippy match. It was just two grocks battering each other. Just 
Yeah, and another thing what I've loved about as well this show, you kind of have got a bit of everything from there. You've got like mm-hmm. your high flyers, you've got your youngster up against the well, youngster. You know I mean, like your, your up and coming star against you, um, your established star. Um, you've got your brutal match, like we just saw with the De- Texas Death match. You've got your tag team match. You've got your women's match. Mm-hmm. But then you've also just got yeah, you're like your two big <laughs> big guys just trying to beat lumps out of each other. Um, uh, yeah, no, um, this yeah, no complaints. I think um, so. I think it's been weird. If you, I think if you give big lumps, like I say, uh, not to call them that, but <laughs> if you give them too long, it can actually cause more harm than good. I think in yeah, terms of match quality. Yeah, this match is perfect to be ten minutes. Uh, I think, I think it's, it's not really rocket science. I think with booking um, big men going at each other like what have I mean, it's why Brock Lesnar is a really good example. I think just ten minutes just is perfect. I think. Um, I, I think the storyline this has been yeah we, we, it's been it's been good it's been fine I think kind of the story kind of has almost written itself it's sort of something we admittedly has been done by many by many promotions by many wrestlers and it won't be the last of it where you've um, you know you've gone after sort of family history mm-hmm. um, emotionally so to make it rather personal as I say it won't be the last we see of this um, so um, and um yeah, but again, a bit like what we mentioned with the opening two matches, really, again, just nice to see that the sort of established star loses to the, uh, again, which um, I think you're yeah, really happy Wardlow has won. And, and again, I think it's not like we go, well, where where does Joe go from here? Joe will be fine, absolutely fine. Same with Christian, same with Jericho. But yeah, just a huge win for Wardlow. And um, again, uh, hopefully, yeah, we do so. I'd like to see maybe we'll have a bit of a, a bit of a monster run now with the TNT Championship, I think would be good. Because yeah. um, Joe is still holding the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, right? No, not the Pure T- Championship, the TV. TV. Yeah. So there's so many bloody belts, isn't there? So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think, yeah, if Ward, I'd love to see Ward have a big monster run with the, with the TNT title. And there's so many wrestlers that you can sort of see and face, especially there is crossovers with obviously with Ring of Honor as well. So, um, no, yeah. I think, um, again, correct winner, good match, and excited to see where it all goes from, from here. Yeah, I, I, I thought it could be interesting if they went down the TNT's more of the heavyweight mid-card belt and yeah. all Atlantic's the, the cruiserweight. So, so we just have these big like, hoss battles for the TNT title for a while and have the fun, the fun flippy stuff with the all Atlantic. They've got to keep the two mid-card titles as they are to differentiate them a bit. It could be a good way to do it. It doesn't have to be like that forever, because it is fun, like, with having Darby Allen and stuff as the TNT champion. But, but yeah, just have big guys against Wardlow. <laughs> or, just, or just have them battering people, like Ali Keyboy. But I don't understand what the hate was for this match. I think, I as you said, I, yeah. I, th- I think it's... Probably technically it was the worst match on this card, but it wasn't a bad match. I think there was a bad match on this card. <laughs> it, it does one up, and I'm, bit, I'm definitely falling critical of that before with myself uh, when you review shows. I think when you have such a good show, naturally you're always just going to try and find some faults with it, and that's just wrestling fans, I'm afraid. Um, as I say, it's there's nothing particularly yeah bad with um with the match but like you say as the, as the as the as the sort of yeah the card sort of set the standards so high in some of these matches people are just going to find fault with some of it and um as i say sadly it just seems to be that this has been the targeted by a lot of people mm. um and this won't be a, this won't be just a thing that's going to it will always this will sadly this will always happen with with any pay-per-views that you're going to have be it WWE be it AEW be it whoever um, and I think it's just yeah, sadly nature of the beast. 
And then the next was the Guns retaining their titles against the acclaimed Triple J, is that what they're called? Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, I think they're called. WrestleTalk call, call them T and TNT, <laughs> TNA, I'm sure, I'm sure they're called Triple J. Um, but yeah, Orange Cassidy and Dan Howes and Isaac were so excited for this match. Just, if you listen to our preview, we just say, yes, Orange Cassidy and Dan Howes are winning this match. Just like, I doubt they are. <laughs> you say, two of his favourites. Um, I think, yeah, this was, this match was fast paced and a lot of fun. The Guns Retaining was a bit, wasn't surprising, but I am a bit like, not the greatest tag team. But I, but the only bit that I was a bit disappointed in this match was they claimed didn't do a lot in it. I, I was hoping they'll do a bit more. I thought the interactions between Triple J and Dan Housen and Cassidy were, have much more to say. But I just thought it was a lot of yeah. fast-paced fun match. Was it, was it a nice palate cleanser before the main events? It definitely. I think as well, I think with pay-per-views, I mean, uh, obviously you have to sort of try and find out where you're going to get, where you're going to place a bit. I'm not say comedy as such, but you want to have a little bit of a, yeah, I suppose, yeah, even just humour in, in a match of some kind. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's the penultimate match of the night, you can't go too severe with comedy, and especially with Hart, with, with obviously so many competitors in it. Yeah, you've got to find the right balance, and I think they did. I think it was, as you say, a lot of fun, um, some good spots, and there's some good fun spots. Um, obviously, you have the and, uh, and again a few sort of different styles. You have like the two, um, or the dickheads and the guns. <laughs> yeah. The the over tag team that uh, is also a bit peed off the fact they've lost the belts, which. Still don't really understand why, personally. Um, I, was I was enjoying the acclaimed job. Your, your serious heels and then your comedy sort of t- um, team. So, yeah, good little different styles in there. And um, the only thing I was going to say as well, it would be nice, maybe, I mean, I never really thought about this until my mate's a massive, massive Sting fan. Mm. He was sort of saying, oh, maybe why it goes, could sure, unless there's an injury, well, couldn't Sting and Derby have just been in this as well or something? Or just, yeah, I thought they were, yeah. Uh, well, I, thought, I, thought was, I thought it was either going to be Stinger Derby or the best friends yeah whether there is an injury I, I don't know about uh, or we don't know about but um, yeah I just thought they would have added to it but no I think um, I mean the fact that yeah they, they gave the guns the title I think I kind of went with the fact that they probably will retain not that I'm going to be a big fan of it I just think if they take it off then they'll be sort of I think it'll almost be bowing down to kind of the criticism they got online for like for taking the belts off the acclaim so um, no, I think them winning kind of sadly had to make sense with what they did. They're not agreeing with the acclaim losing the belts in the first place, but I think you just have to see it through if you've got if you've already had this plan to be booked in. Um, and then yeah, the real exciting point was after the match as well. So yes. <laughs> yeah, um, get on. It was kind of just as that Dan Housen took the pin as well, because he has been taking the piss out of them for a while, calling the Aspers. Yeah, no. He made a song about them. So. And let's face it, like, Dan Housen is still, like, he's going to have a place in the company for, well, for as long as, well, both parties, I suppose, want yeah. to, because he's... So he's not there to be world champion, he's there to... Exactly, he's there, he knows his position on the card, and, yeah, him eating a, pin, a pinfall in this, and, uh, yeah, and the fact that it's not the acclaimed or even Cassidy taking the pin... Um, just certainly makes the most sense out of the all. Yeah. At some point I was thinking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal were going to get the win because there was some points that's close, close and close calls. But yeah, yeah. Then after the match, FCR made their return. Somehow Dax somehow started bleeding. I'm not entirely sure how. Yeah, got in the ring and he had a bleeding eye. I'm not 100% sure how he did it. Say, I've not listened to any. Did the Goldberg uh, not yeah. had a head before coming out? Oh well, yeah, I don't know. 
it didn't seem to happen when he was walking down the ramp and then we got in the ring, he just had this bleeding out. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really excited to the back. I think they could get a good match out with guns, I think. Yeah, definitely. I, I do like the fact that, yeah, they, they, they sort of, the slimy hills have won the, uh, they've retained the belts. They're sort of laughing, being cocky. And then the best team in the, uh, yeah, the best team in the world at the moment sort of just rocks up again. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it kind of sweetened the blow of the guns winning, didn't it? When the FT, FTR came down. And yeah, I think please just get the belts on them as quickly as possible. No, I, I suspect they'll probably maybe see the match out till, uh, double or nothing. Um, what's yeah, that? I, no, I suppose end of May actually. That's quite a way. It is a while. Yeah. yeah. So whether they will have a match on, um, yeah, I'm sure that actually, yeah, that is quite a way. They'll pr- pr- almost certainly. I mean, there's probably a, there'll probably be a, a dynamite special as well on the way, won't there? Before double or nothing. Yeah, so I think that's when they could put the young guns back into the division. Don't they? The young guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the young bucks back into the division and. But FTR versus the Unbucks again, I think everyone will be all for that. <laughs> yeah, Goldust and uh, Keith Lee. So we've got a Texas tag team now, as you'd say. We're not old, not bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's say we're, we're both huge fans of tag team wrestling. It's one of the things AW does do really well. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I could go back and watch this a couple. I, I just fair enough. And then, that's the main event. Uh, MGF defeated. Daniel Bryan 4-3 after some death overtime 16 minute Iron Man match I thought, I thought this, the pacing of this was amazing I'd heard a few complaints that was a bit slow at the beginning That's a bit wrestling for an hour of course <laughs> the whole the whole storyline is like he hasn't had a match longer than half an hour in his life so <laughs> or when was, was it 38 minutes so for him to do a bit more a bit like um, stalling at the beginning makes sense but yeah I thought this yeah this, this is great I, I know it's probably Recency bias, but it's my favourite Iron Man match of all time. <laughs> Same for myself, to be honest, to be honest with you. Um, it was just, yeah, I adored everything about this. Um, the fact that, uh, and I think the crowd did their bit as well, uh, that really helped with this match. Um, yeah, the fact that you've obviously got your proper workhorse against the, um, one, of, one of the best heels in the world, in the industry at the moment. So you already got that going. Yeah, I loved the, the fact that, yeah, there was just something cool. I love the fact that MJF took those two quick pinfalls. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Brian got the pin and then MJF <laughs> was pissed off and just kicked him in the dick. So Brian was 2-0 off and then he just yeah, he's got two pins on. <laughs> I swear I used to do that on, um, not like do the low blow, but quickly try and go for another pin on, um, on like, um, the old SmackDown games. And here, um, and here comes the pain. Yeah. You could. Do a not do your finisher, which will knock them out. So you get a pit, and then pin them. So you get two. Yeah. The finisher, you got two like pin, well, two points. I <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, enjoyed all of the um, yeah, I suppose the shenanigans of it as well. Um, when it got to kind of um, free when it sort of got to well, obviously when it went to sudden death, and then the whole bit about uh, Shimoni had to come down. Um, yeah, like the fact, obviously, the crowd shot in, yeah, obviously, not, not too impressed. The fact that they put his end as a draw. I, I thought it was going to be amazing, but the way, the way it ended with him in the half crab after his knee was buggered. It was like, if he would have finished at 3 3, but that, it's a bit, bit heroish then, isn't it? It's, 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 he's survived for 3 3, but, it, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was quite happy with it to finish at 3 3. I was like, yes, uh, MGF is not lost, he's not won. This can continue. I'd love to watch this match again. 
where'd you go from here? If I like five star match. <laughs> I, love, I love that quip at the beginning as well. Yeah, you're not going to give this five stars. Why are you Dave? Because he's walking around the ring doing nothing. <laughs> but, but then, yeah, they went into overtime and NGF had to cheat to win, basically. He got picked up a oxygen tank, smacked Daniel Bryan in the head of it and then put him in the label lock. It looked like he was knocked out, but he got his arm off on the free. I was like, oh, it's going to carry on. And then, yeah. Yeah, just really liked all of that as well with the oxygen sort of stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, why, why would they not need it? Like, sort of, in just been competing for over an hour. So, just really little cool stuff like that. I just, yeah. And Jeff's going out and sneaking sips of water everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, really, really, just, yeah, little touches like that were just great. Uh, but I have to say, yeah, my, my, probably my favourite Iron Man of all time. And they just, as I said, I just adored everything about it. Got everything. And as well, it was probably one of my favourite Brian Danielson matches for a long, long time as well. Mm. Um, so, just, as I say, everything about this was just so enjoyable. Um, and, yeah, I, I really am in, yeah, sort of just a bit intrigued about I've seen now people saying, oh, well, now that MJF's sort of conquered Brian in a, in a Ironman match, does, do, do you maybe start a slow babyface turn for MJF? Uh, I know they've obviously leaned, they hinted, they've sort of leaned at that a few times, haven't they? Um, with the whole, before he, um, sort of stole the belt of Mock. I know there has been sort of those hints. Um, so whether they do now start to try and start, I, 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 if they are, as I said, I'll do it very, very slowly, but who knows, to be honest. I just, I just think all the best people he could go against are all faces, like Jungle Boy and Ricky Starks, Darby Allen. Yeah. On the on the heel side of things, I don't think there's any great. No, he's too good at a heel. He's got, he's got years before he has to I was, was going to say there's there's lo- there's, there's going to be opportunities, isn't there? I think right now just have him as this, um, yeah, as the heel with the belt as well. And I think as well when you've got someone who's so such a good heel, it's such a then when you've got the the storyline for a babyface to try and take the belt off him, that's enough in itself. Whereas you can use Roman Reigns as a really good example at the moment. So. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to have like a three-year reign. Oh no, no, I, I, I didn't mean, mean like a, I'd love to have like a year eighteen. Well, I didn't mean it in that way. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it's like next week. It's just more the fact that when someone does dethrone him, it'll be that really good moment because he's so dislikable. But also, you can build someone up to try and take the belt. If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, but um, no, I think um, yeah. Uh, as I say, this will be a match that will go down in the history, of, regardless if we if it. He's the best or not. It'll be certainly discussed for years and years to come. Of uh, When they're talking about best Iron Man matches of all time, this will certainly uh, be up there, for sure. Yeah, I don't usually like long matches, but I just think the pace of this is amazing. And yeah. The storytelling throughout the whole thing. I, was like, I could quite happily go back and watch it again. Well, the clock, t- yeah, the clock ticking down as well. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I've got nothing too bad to say about this one. Yeah, got a bit bloody towards the end. But again, Isaac watching, I was like, oh, I should have rewatched it. <laughs> Getting a bit, yeah, a bit tasty. So, thoughts on the show overall? I think um, I heard Vessel Talk give them, this was close to, it's the second best show since they started doing ratings or something, I heard. Um, certainly my, pretty my favourite revolution match of all, uh, revolution paper of all time. Um, a bad revolution. I'm sure I think revolution good. does always seem to be a really. I, I think as well, like I said, we're already using revolution as an example. I know you're always going to get one or two matches that are just so incredibly good. Like last year was Punk against MJF. 
Um, 20, 2020 was obviously that amazing tag team match yeah, between yeah. the Bucks <laughs> and... You talked about for a game three, but it's like... Yeah, I still got to wear it down. I'm still talking about it now. <laughs> they, they, I, I always talk about that. Man. So I, I just feel with this that there obviously was two amazing matches, which I was going to probably mention, but the fact the whole show was just so good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to me, it's certainly up there, if not... I mean, I, I don't want to sort of make a decision on the spot, but you're already thinking of Tobi Ed, it probably is one of the best AEW pay-per-views they've ever done. Uh, and as well, definitely in the fence sense, more more impressive given the fact that that we know that, um, yeah, well, not saying it's the product's been bad at all, because it's always good, but uh, the fact that they've not been getting this sort of automatic strong praise, more because the competition over the years has been toilet, but now they're on a high at the yeah. moment. So whether you take that into consideration as well, um, I think there's there's a lot of those aspects as well. I think it just was a a really really enjoyable show, and uh, I think as well now they've got uh, as I say I think people who were unsure about AEW at all, which there was never need to be, but this is just sort of your proof that do not be alarmed. This is still an incredible promotion. It's going to produce if you love your wrestling, then then please just keep watching AEW pay per views because you will just not be disappointed at all. Yeah, and yeah, and it doesn't have things I hate. Like I hate WWE's like five eight adverts in between each match. So I don't want to see adverts. Just get on with the next match. <laughs> I'm paying ten pound a month for this. I don't have to pay much adverts as well. Yeah. yeah, the thing I've hated what they stopped doing now is they do like a package about a wrestler. It's like, do we really need to see this? I don't mind doing like a package for like a pay per view that's coming up to I don't know, like like the next pay per view. Okay, mm-hmm. well. Elimination Chamber, okay, let's just do some promos for WrestleMania in the date so people know when it is. Fine. Um, I don't know, do a promo package for Raw this week. Fine. Um, even if you have to do a pay-per-view for the next pay-per-view after WrestleMania. But, yeah, I don't like it when they do, like, four minute, five minutes of, like, just the montage about a wrestler. It's like, do I really, really care I about that? that's because in America they would have an advert for something coming up on Peacock. Oh, that would yeah. make sense. Because we don't have Peacock, they just put a random superstar profile. Even so, they can still sort of do something else instead of that, yeah, can't they? Just do, you have to do, like, do just re, do re show that if they still do, re show a pre show match or something, like, in that mm-hmm. space of time, I don't know. Yeah. I guess yeah, it's pretty much. Col- Coliseum video exclusives, like these, just a backstage interview or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, yeah, I love this match show, and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, so. Should we leave it there? I think, I think that's... I think we've yeah, covered everything about the show. Yes. Right. Yeah, so please check out our show tomorrow. It's my interview with James from The Love of Wrestling, uh, promoting the, the third event. Um, huge thanks to everyone who came on the show last week. I felt um, Nick couldn't make the show, and Lance was away, so George helped us with the break of the glorious, and then my guest got called to work last minute, so we had Charlie and Joel, who I trained with, they came on to do the interview because Joel came on the show and uh, wanted to come on the show so we did the <laughs> AW Revelation preview which is a lot of fun yeah, and, yeah and 200, 200 of you decided to listen to seven year old give us views on <laughs> AW which uh, yeah he's really chuffed about so thank you everyone who's tuned in and, yeah, yeah um, this Friday hopefully we'll have an interview with Tyler Adams he's coming come back on the show I'm guessing he's going to be promoting the Wrestle Island show next month and just have a catch up so I think it's about 18 months since the last time he came on to yeah, yeah, and he's done so much in his career since the last time he was on and yes so if you enjoy our show please follow us on Twitter it's BBG Wrestling Facebook is BBG Wrestling and 
our new Instagram account. It's BBG Wrestling. Good night. Good night.